Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio. And Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Can you make some noise for those incredible announcements, worship? Isn't it an incredible Sunday so far? We can wrap it up now and just be good, right? But but you're stuck with the hairy Mexican dude, okay? (laughs) Can you tell the person right next to you, I'm so glad that you're here with me. Uh, I'm so glad. Welcome to Somos Church. I really do believe there's no better place to be on a Sunday morning other than right here with their church family. Uh, And I'm excited too because we are on this incredible journey uh, of 21 days of intentional living. Uh, It's been really good just living intentionally uh, to the best of our abilities and growing and learning. Uh, But the whole heart behind this comes from this series that we're in uh, where we're really going through the question of searching for more. So can you help me out this morning and ask your neighbor, are you searching for more? Are you searching for more? Are you searching for more? Uh, Interesting question, right? Okay, so let's break it down. Searching for more, like in what way, right? Searching for more in what specific way? Uh, I do believe, by the way, that we all are always searching for more. Where? I believe it's in every single area of our lives. Like I believe in absolutely every single area of our lives we are searching for more. Aren't you searching for more uh, in your career, right? Like you might be like at a great spot in your career. You might not. (laughs) But you have something on the inside of your heart and soul kind of like feeling, man, there has to be more. Are you guys with me this morning? Like You're searching for more in your career, the advancement in your career, in your profession. Uh, Someone here, are you searching for more opportunities in your life, right? You have this longing for more opportunities. Maybe it's finances. You're searching for more finances. Anyone, can you be honest and raise your hand? You need more money, more money, more problems, right? (laughs) Come on. Are we like a church being honest? Like everyone's like, you don't want more money, dude? Like, (laughs) like you're, you want more, right? Relationships. Maybe you're single and you're a man. Yeah. You'll raise your hand there really quick, right? (laughs) It's like looking around. Um, You're looking for more in your relationships and your dating life. If you're married, come on, married people. Don't you want more in your marriage, out of your marriage? That sounded either like a yes or a cry or a, like, (laughs) that sounded painful. But we're looking for more, right? We, 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 if we can kind of like even go into more of the depths of that search for more, we want more fulfillment in life, right? What do you want more in your career, in your profession, finances, relationships? Because there's a longing in your soul for fulfillment. There's a longing in your soul for contentment. So we get an idea, thought, a moment by instinct because we go through circumstances and we say, man, like, if I just get this, I'm going to feel fulfilled. I'm going to feel content. 
And then what happens, my dear brothers and sisters? You get that thing. And then you don't get that fulfillment or contentment, right? But when you really look at the core of what your soul is longing for, it's not, you know, a better job, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. It might be a part of, but in reality, your soul is longing for fulfillment, for contentment, for love, for peace, for security. And that's what we're breaking down today. So today's uh, message is called Hide and Seek. Tell your neighbor, Hide and Seek. Uh, we're going to go after it, right? But we, I really do believe when we're talking about this question of searching for more, uh, I really do believe that, that we really rarely take time to think about what we're searching for, you know? I, I believe in life we're like chickens with our heads caught up and we're just going after things, right? Like, man, like you are going through a financial hardship. You are like, man, I need to do something. And you start worrying, stressing, and you come up with a plan, right? And you go after it. Well, if I switch careers and, you know, this group of people make a lot of money, so I'm going to go after that. And you are in your second year of college and you switch your career 20 times because, you know, you're like, man, what's that more, right? Or you go from dating to dating relationship through relationship because we are just going after more. But we rarely, someone say with me, rarely, we rarely think and meditate, what are we really searching for? What is that more that we need? And really, kind of like from a strategic standpoint, really think and ponder about this question. Because again, in life, it is proven. Your life is the evidence of you longing for something, attaining that something, and then not feeling what you thought you were gonna feel. Can I get an amen for that? Like, you thought that cute boy, that cute girl, you thought that was it. And in high school, you were like, yes, no one understands us. No one gets us. It's us two against the whole entire world. It's us. My parents don't know a thing. My friends don't know a thing. And you go and date. And we're going to get married. And that's going to bring the fulfillment, contentment, peace, love, joy, everything my soul longed for. And then what happened? Even if you're high school sweethearts. <laughs> even if you're high, like, come on. Like, did that bring the fulfillment, contentment, like, peace? Like, like, yeah, yeah, we're going after it, searching for more intentional living, okay? <laughs> Our lives, they're the evidence that we long for something. You go after it, heart, mind, and soul, and you get it, and it doesn't work out. From the standpoint of fulfillment, contentment, peace, love, joy. Like you thought in high school and middle school that you were going to be an NBA player. And you skipped absolutely every family event. You skipped absolutely every, everything. Your whole life was geared for that. And then... You got a real job, you know? 
our lives, we line them up in such a way that we're just going after it, searching for more, but we rarely sit down and think, what am I searching for? Can I encourage you today to do that? To just take some time and just, okay, life is crazy, responsibilities, like government, like everything is crazy, right? Like life is wild and we're going after it. And you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed. There's so much to your life. Can you kind of take a pause today and really ask yourself, what am I searching for? Like, what, what am I going after? Because if we define this, the next steps are going to be more clear. So what are you searching for? And, and, and more in a, in a deeper question, right? What is your soul longing for? Because your mind is longing for something. That cute boy that DM'd you. That cute girl that like walked past you. You, 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 your mind is longing for that new backyard, that new house, that new car. Your mind is longing for certain things. Your flesh is longing for certain things. But my question today for you is what is your soul longing for? Have you paid attention to the cries and the longings of your soul? Because we pay so much attention to our mind and to our flesh, and we go after that, but then it's not enough. Why? Because your soul is missing something. What is your soul longing for? There's a longing for more, but nothing is ever enough. And, and, and I really do believe in life as we're searching for that more, it's like this endless game of hide and seek. Uh, we have three kids, uh, little ones, and that is the game that we play at home. That's the game that I, I enjoy, hide and seek. I don't know why, it's because I have some time to just hide really well and just... <laughs> That's my... Like, parents with little ones, that is your alone time, you know? <laughs> and if you hide well enough... <laughs> They'll be searching forever, and you just grab your phone, and you just, like, cry there for a little bit, you know? And <laughs> but in life, it's like we're playing this endless game of hide-and-seek, right? We're searching and searching and searching and searching, and, and once you get that one thing, then you're searching for the next and the next. So it's almost like this endless thing of hide-and-seek. We're going after it. And my question for us today, as we're breaking this thing apart, right, is, like, could it be that there's something that is so evident, that is so obvious, that is so basic that we're missing. Like whenever we think about what is my heart longing for, what is my soul longing for, when we really think about this, do you and I really think God made life to be this complex and horrible? I don't know about you, but I really don't believe that. I really don't believe that our beautiful Heavenly Father created life to be so complicated. We are the ones that make it complicated. We are the ones that, you know, make things harder than it should be. So could it be in this endless game of hide and seek that, that there's something really evident that we're missing? Like when a little kid hides, you know, and they just like 
go and turn into a corner and they think they're hiding. They swear they're hiding. And it's like, could it be that God and our fulfillment, our contentment, our joy, our peace is so evident, yet we miss it. So I want to read today from Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, and it says, uh, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life. Someone like, what? Come on, we're searching for more. You're here at church, and we read stuff and we don't pause, Right? Like, for you died to this life. Let me say it louder for the people in the back. You died to this life. Can you say that with me? I died to this life. It's like, what church is this, man? <laughs> you died to this life. You died to this life. And... Your real life, your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Someone say with me, hide and seek. Your real life is hidden. Your real life is hidden. And, and I am so tempted to just kind of like end Sunday here. You take this, you break it down, you wrestle with this, you pray about this, you take inventory, because this is just enough. Your real life is hidden. It's hidden in Christ. If this is your very first time here at Somos Church, there's a real life that you're not aware of yet, and it's hidden in Christ. If you've been a follower of Jesus for many, many, many years, today I want to give you some beautiful good news. There is a real life that you haven't discovered yet. If you're really young today, or you're really seasoned, <laughs> There is a real life hidden. Can you really take this in? Two realities. You're dead to this life today. And there's a real life hidden. Isn't that so deep? So many, and that's the, like, that's the word of God. That's why we need to read it. And we need to really ponder about things and not just, let's do the Sunday thing, checklist, come back, oh, let me read the Bible. Okay, I did the thing. Wrestle with it, meditate, eat, eat the word of God. Meditate, ponder, think. You're real life. I don't know, but I get so excited about just this small little phrase. Because my life has been wild and crazy. I am a wild man 
with so many dysfunctions. And whenever I come to Christ and God tells me, number one, that I'm dead to my life, to my old life, and that there is a real life hidden in Christ. It's encouraging to me that there is not only more to life than what I have lived, but that there is real, a real life ahead for me. What, what if we embrace this truth today? That, that you have another life. You're like, I really do, man. <laughs> What if you embrace this beautiful truth that there is a real life and that it's hidden with Christ? And that that real life that is hidden in Christ, it's so fulfilling. There's so much contentment. There's so much joy. There's so much love. There's so much unity and gentleness. There's so much of the fruits of the Spirit on the inside of you. Come on, can you be encouraged today that there is still something you haven't discovered yet. We approach life like if we knew it all. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, I feel that way too. <laughs> you come and talk to someone and, and you have arrived in life. You're good. You, you're doing everything you're doing. You're I know you know and you recognize certain things and hurts and wounds, but really, can you and I be honest today? I mean, you came to church already, right? You're being vulnerable by stepping in here. Like, don't we approach life like we know it? Are we really open to advice? Are we really open to godly principles? Are we really open to a change in our lives and for God to come and really make us aware that we're dead to ourselves and there's something new, that there's something real. We approach life like we know it all. Can I encourage you today to not make today your it? That there's so much more to life that you and I don't know? Come on, today you just discovered there's a real life that you haven't discovered yet. Like There's more to life than this and and the beautiful thing about this real life is that it is authentic. It's real. It's authentic. It's meaningful. It's unique. It's so beautifully complex in a beautiful way. And it's hidden in Christ. It's hidden in Christ. Come on. There is a real life on the other side of you realizing that you're dead to your old ways, that you're dead to life right now, and that there is so much ahead of you. There's so much. Can you not make your season today, the way you think, the way you believe, the way you act, react, your belief system, can you not make the mistake of saying, I know it all. I know my plan. I'm gonna work for X amount of years, get retired, live the American dream. If just my bank account gets to this place, if I get this relationship and that is your whole focus and that is life, can I 
expose us a little bit, all of those things, that is our fake life. That's our fake life. Thinking that we're going to find fulfillment, contentment through addictions, through drugs, through what our flesh desires, that is our fake life. That's why we feel certain things in our soul. That's why the anxiety and the depression and so many different thoughts and emotions that we struggle with, jealousy, comparison, envy, greed, because we're living a fake life. Could it be that there is more to life, more to life than what you and I believe there is too. I don't want to make the mistake as a pastor that I know it all. That I know the Bible, that I know God. Like, I can't make that mistake. I can't say this is, there are certain truths, of course, but I cannot limit my mind to think that I know it all about God. There's so many different ideologies and winds and waves, even when it comes to who God is and what God is, stands for in principles. And everyone is based out of mind and flesh, is creating its own doctrine and theology. And what the Bible says, instead of just looking at God's truth and looking at it for the, what it is. We want to change certain truths because it's not convenient for my flesh. We want to change certain truths because it's not convenient for my mind. We want to compromise different things that are established in God's truths because it's hurtful. It's painful. But what we do is we start self-sabotaging ourselves because we start living in fake. When there's real available for us. And that real, you need to look at that real life, go discover it, and I'm going to talk about three points, but we look at that real and we need to embrace that that's the real that is hidden in Christ and I need to embrace it all. I need to take it all. The real life that God has for you and I, you need to take it, embrace it, not start negotiating with it. Okay, God, I will take this, but not the purity part. Like, it's, it's hard, the purity, Lord. So I'll embrace this real life. It sounds beautiful, exciting. Yeah, real life, man. I'm dead to everything, and there's new. But, but that purity, no. The, the generosity thing, ugh, the way my bank account works. Well, maybe that's why your bank account's like that. <laughs> the... the, the the way it works is that you embrace the realities of heaven, the truths of heaven. Set your sides and think about the realities of heaven and you embrace the real that is hidden in Christ and you embrace yourself that real that God has for you and you, you enjoy the satisfaction that God brings to you through that. Has anyone by a show of hands owned a fake no, just kidding. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> we went to the Philippines some years ago. And, and we went to a market. And there's a lot of fake. And you go, man, and it looks like so real. You look so real. And I bought a Gucci wallet 
with an S. No, just kidding. <laughs> it looked real. It looked like really real. Like we even went to the Gucci store, the real Gucci store. It's like, man, like it feels real. It smells real. Like everything for real. You couldn't, you couldn't tell. For real, you couldn't tell. And, and I was like, man, this is a good deal. Ten bucks, <laughs> you know? And, and I grabbed it. I enjoyed it for a month. And then it just collapsed. Sadly, my Gucci wallet from the Philippines just, it was cardboard. <laughs> and it felt so real. That's the thing. That pleasure you're experiencing with the compromise of God's truths feels good. It brings a little satisfaction. It brings a little fulfillment. It brings a little love. It brings a little peace. It brings a little joy. But how do you feel at night? How do you wake up in the morning? What are the thoughts that are consistently haunting you? What is the guilt that you carry? Because you're negotiating between a real life and a fake life. Can someone say with me, hide and seek? Hide and seek. I love playing hide and seek with my kids. Something that I realize as a professional hide and seek player is that it's the most evident and obvious spots to hide. Those are the best ones. Like, like, I'm not a small dude. So, like, finding a place to hide is hard. So, I needed, like, some strategic thinking, okay, playing hide-and-seek with my kids. I can't hide in, like, some really small places. So, what if I just, like, hide in plain sight? Have you ever done I don't know if ever, you know what I'm talking about. Playing hide-and-seek is, like, it's the spots that are most evident that no one will look for. It's, a, it's, it's what everyone misses. And sure enough, I just lay down like in the couch, you know, literally, and then they're looking for me like crazy, and I'm just there on my phone crying, like enjoying my quiet time, you know. <laughs> and whenever they do find me, they're like, what? You were like right here? Could it be in life that we're missing something so basic? And you know it. You know where I'm going. I hope you do that. That searching for more comes from God and God alone. You know it. But could it be that you're missing it and, and you're prioritizing the career, the money, the relationships, the this, that, or the other, instead of searching first for God, in God. And that's going to bring the fulfillment in everything. But we miss it. It's so evident and basic that we miss it. Every single week, read your word, read the Bible, and we try to like break it down in different ways. And what is your struggle as a follower of Jesus? Reading the word. What power is this book gonna give me? What truth, what, and you go and read it and it's like, that didn't do anything for me. And you stop. You don't even do it. And I'm not judging you. I want you to know I want to support you. Because it's the most evident, basic things that we miss. 
Like, I carry no truth, no power whatsoever. What has power and truth is his word and his principles. So the only thing I can do here is try to, like, motivate you to, like, go and go search for God. Don't search for me, please. I am messed up. Just talk to my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> you said it really passionately because I heard it. The best effort I can do is try to challenge, motivate to, like, go and search for God with all your heart, mind, and soul. You're, you'll find so much fulfillment. And allow not as in your search not to compromise and negotiate. Take the truth as the truth. Do it as an experiment. Just do it for years and you'll see the benefits of his truths and his principles in your life. I know purity is hard, but just try it until you get married. And then come talk to me and you'll tell me thank you. And I'll tell you nothing. Me, it's the principles that God has established for healthy life. Or healthy living. I know it's hard, but just because it's hard, don't negotiate. Just because it doesn't make sense in your mind or in your flesh, don't twist the real that God has for you. The whole generosity thing and money thing, well, that's all churches talk about. That's the number one reason for divorce. That's the number one reason for your stress, for your anxiety. This is not because we need money. This is because you need it. And I need it, and that's why I tithe and give. And it's a principle of killing of your flesh and trusting God in your heart, mind, and soul. Can I encourage you to not compromise God's truth and the real that he has for you? He has so much, not only good, but real for you, authentic, better for you. Come on, don't miss the most basic, basic, evident, obvious things. Prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> don't miss spending time and reading a real small phrase, couple of words that jump at you and that you start just thinking about it all day. God, what does it mean for real life? How? Where? Where? Like, what am I missing? And you start thinking and meditating about three, four words that you saw in the, in, the, in the Bible. And you pray about them, and you pray about them out loud, and you say, God, help me to find this real life that you have available for me. Come on, don't miss the most basic, evident thing. They have so much power. They have so much power, but what we do in life, and have a, a little example here. What we do in life so often is that we have our lives, and each jar represents a jar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> each jar represents fulfillment, contentment. What's on the inside? Let's pretend there was water. It was just too complicated to bring water, okay? Like, let's think that there was water inside of here, and that water represents life and fulfillment and contentment, peace, love, joy. And what we do is we, we say and we convince ourselves. We convince ourselves that it is through our profession that we're going to find this. And it just doesn't fit. 
And you can like try and try and try and try and it just doesn't fit. And you work your entire life to get the retirement and the 401k and you get there and man, the fulfillment is still not here. I thought if I didn't work, I thought if I had a consistent money in my bank, like, and it doesn't work. There's still a longing for that. There's still some emptiness. And you think, man, it's going to be through sports. If you're a student, it's, it's through sports. I'm going to like kill my whole heart, mind, soul, knees and everything because it's through sports. And you still feel so empty, so void. Through academics, if I get the grades and honor roll, like, and you try and you try and you try and you try. And there's still that peace missing. You try in relationships and after relationship after relationship and <laughs> it just doesn't. And like, let's try the other one again. The ex was better and you know, then well, let's try friends. Like, and you just like, and dear Lord, man, right? Like Tinder now is helping you out with like figuring out different kind of just doesn't happen. It's not the right size. It's not the right shape. It's not, it's not what your soul and your life needs. And so often, there's God. And it seems so small and significant. Going to church, serving, praying, Bible. What is that going to do? What is that going to do? Like, start on following some of those people on Instagram that are causing me to tempt. Delete TikTok, because it catches your algorithms of what you like. So I'm so small. Does it really have power? Does this really have the power to change me? Okay, I'll try it. I mean, I tried it this week, it was hard. Let me just vex, you know. <laughs> and we think this is so small and insignificant. But the moment that you fully realize, I am dead to all of this. This has no power. My real life, is hidden in Christ. And the only thing that I need is this what it seems so insignificant. Not a trying out, but a finding my real life in Christ. And it just fits. I'm not talking about it's easy, but it just fits. You immediately feel a contentment. Once you just fully, you just feel the contentment. You feel the fulfillment. Even if life is still crazy, you still feel it. You still feel it. Can I encourage you with three points today as we close from Colossians 3.1? Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ, Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven 
not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So number one, where are you hiding? You're hiding somewhere. Where is it that you're hiding? Are you hiding between your lust, different things that you put as a front? Are you hiding where? Where are you hiding today? Can I encourage you to hide it in Christ, to hide in Jesus? That's where your real life is found. So where are you hiding? Where are you hiding? What thoughts are you hiding? What perspectives, what visions, what beliefs, where are you hiding? And how do you change that? Set your sights on heaven and think about the things of heaven. So if you want to really find your real life, what are you watching? What are you thinking? So what is that? Things of heaven. Things of heaven. This season, journey, series of searching for more, can I encourage you to do that? Search. Search by setting your sights in heavenly things. When you wake up, God, thank you for today. Show me some things today. Throughout the day, think about things of heaven. Meditate. You don't need to read a whole lot. I just showed you, man. This whole thing comes from three words. <laughs> or four, I don't know, you know. <laughs> it doesn't take much. It's the little things that make much impact when you are setting your sights and thinking and meditating consistently on the things of heaven. That's going to help you to change not only the way you see, but how you see. When you start setting your sights on heaven and your thoughts on heaven, it's going to expand your vision. It's going to expand your mental capacity. You're literally expanding your whole being because you're setting your sights on God himself. And that is does so much more than you could ever dream, think, or imagine. So how do you think about these things? It's little things. It's the word. It's prayer. We have events that we have happening always, and our heart is that, that we can always place focus on God and our thoughts and emotions and heart, mind, soul. So this Friday, worship. I want to see you here. Worship night this Friday. We have Women's Connect, uh, women's uh, event happening. This is not just like, oh, let's do something cute. No, we want to come together and set our sides and our thoughts on heavenly things. We have Connect groups starting next month. That is not just a thing. What should we do? Let's fill up the calendar. No, there's a purpose behind things that God God has established in his word and his truths. And I encourage you to make certain things non-negotiable. And if you were to ask me, what are some of those things that are non-negotiable? It's connect groups. Why is that? Because that's where discipleship community happens. That's where what God established on this earth. But it's a small evident things that go unnoticed. So can I encourage you to think, where are you hiding and replacing that to hiding in God. Number two, what are you hiding? What are the things that you are hiding in your life? What are certain, certain traumas, wounds, certain hurts? And I'm not telling you go and just share that with anyone and everyone, but you need to have a trusted, godly person 
that can help you to really replace those things because the enemy has taken a hold of so many of us and those things that we're hiding. The enemy loves to grab us from a secret and keep us sick forever through that secret. Sometimes it just takes us to say, hey, pray for me. I've been going through this hard bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, X, Y, or Z. What are you hiding? That you need to realize that I am dead to this life. I am dead to this that I am hiding. What am I hiding? I need freedom from this thing. And that freedom, you find it by going and hiding in Christ Jesus. Number three. He is not hiding. We are hiding, but he's not. We are the ones hiding, not him. Your real life, that's what's hiding. It's hiding in Christ. Christ is readily available to do what he do, does, to save us, to comfort us, to heal us, to deliver us, to empower us, to equip us. He's available. He's ready. He's not hiding. He is evidently and obviously just right here. By his words, we believe that his spirit is right here in this room. By his truth, we believe that his spirit is alive on the inside of us. He's here. Where are you hiding? Where are you hiding? And if today you need Jesus, if today you need to find that real life that's hidden in him, it just takes Romans 10, 9. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So wait, so it just takes me openly declaring that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead? Dude, that sounds crazy right there. Do I really need to believe that he was raised like from the dead? Do I really like need to believe that? It seems so small, so insignificant. It seems so like, is that what it takes? That there's, there's a life that he gave for my, like it just sounds too insignificant. Does that really have the power to save and change me? That sounds too crazy to believe. Well, I would submit to you that there's some crazier things that you believe. You believe that your career is gonna be your satisfaction and fulfillment. You believe that your athletics is gonna be that fulfillment and satisfaction. You believe that your academics is gonna be that fulfillment and satisfaction. You believe that your dating relationships, marriage is gonna be your fulfillment and satisfaction. You believe that your bank account's gonna be your belief and satisfaction. So come on, is it really too crazy to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead to come and save you and give you an opportunity for brand new life, a real life, the life that you have been longing for. So today, can I encourage you to believe by faith that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead for you, that there's a purpose for you, that you are meant to live in this world to make a difference in Christ. Just takes to openly declare and believe in your heart and you will be saved. 
the beauty is that he doesn't only want to save you. He wants to come and fill you up with his presence, with his spirit. He wants to equip you and have for you discover this beautiful new life that he has for you. Can you stand today as we close today in prayer? If there's someone here in this room that you need to make this decision of declaring with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Today, you want to make that decision or you've made it in the past, but you've got, gotten sidetracked and you're ready. You're ready to surrender your life to God fully, to realize that there's real life that God has available for you. That's you today. Can you just raise your hand? No one's looking. Everyone has eyes closed. And can you just repeat after me? Jesus, today I believe that you are Lord, that you are my God, that you are my Savior. Today, I believe that you were raised from the dead for me, that you love me so much, that you value me so much, that you gave your life to save me and to set me free, for me to discover a real life that you have. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, can we all raise our hands and just, God, I pray that you would stir something on the inside of every single one of us, Lord. I pray that we would discover a new prioritizing in our hearts and in our lives to follow you, Jesus, to put you first, to put you at the top of our priority, Lord, and that we would, through that, find so much contentment and fulfillment, God, peace, love, and joy, and that through that, God, Every area of our lives will be impacted by putting you first. As we put you first, we know that everything's going to line up in our careers, in our stresses, in our relationships, in our finances, in every single area of our life that feels so unfulfilled by us putting you first. Everything would come into alignment, Lord. I pray today for a new courage and boldness, Lord, to make some radical decisions, Lord, to embrace the real that you have for us, God, and to stop negotiating with you, Lord. Have your way today, and I bless every single person in this room. Whoever needs joy, I pray, God, that you would meet them with joy. Whoever needs uh, a sense of purpose and vision, Lord, or clarity, I pray that you would come and fulfill that in them through your spirit, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you for who you are. Amen, and amen, and amen. Come on, a real life, a real life, a real life. Play hide and seek this week and find some beautiful things in God. Love you all. Have an incredible rest of your week. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.